last week I gave you the first point, if you remember, of the teaching on the balance. And I said, number one, the first thing is to be, have the center of balance. And I explained to you what the center of balance is. And the center of balance I explained to you as being in the center of the will of God. Being in the center of the will of God was being in the center of balance. Okay? And I explained to you about the crucifixion of Jesus. How when Jesus was afraid, he was not afraid because he was scared that he's going to be crucified. And I explained to you what was the fear of Jesus. Lest we think that Jesus was afraid, so it is justified to be afraid. And I explained to you what is the only thing you should be afraid of. The second point that I want to bring to you tonight is the attack against balance. The first thing I, I wanted to teach you was the being in the center of balance and what that center is. Now, I want to teach you on how the enemy attacks, external attacks against your equilibrium. One more time. Okay. External attack against equilibrium. And we'll, I want to take you, everything that I teach you, you know. This is not a normal teaching. I can assure you that. This, uh, I'll be very surprised if you say that you've heard this before. Because I myself haven't heard it before. Uh, but whatever I teach, I want to show you through the scriptures. So that way, the first week when I taught you, I showed you equilibrium through Jesus and Lazarus. How it was a traumatic event. And yet, Jesus pulled himself out of that emotional trauma. Yet, he had emotions. I explained to you that. Remember that? Okay. Second, I showed you how the only fear Jesus allowed, what kind of emotion that was. Do you realize this kind of information empowers your soul? Yes. Yes. So, I'm well aware. Uh, this is an unusual teaching. I'm well aware. And if you wanted usual teaching, you wouldn't come here either. So you should allow me one more time to push you off the cliff so that you can fly. Yeah, that's what an eagle does. It comes to that nest of that eaglet and starts removing all the comfort of that eaglet and pushes this eaglet off. And that's when the eaglet realizes as much as all these days I've been very secure and protected. I wasn't supposed to stay here, sit here forever. I'm supposed to fly. After this 30 days, you fly. There is an extraordinary amount of presence that is on me tonight. 
and I, sometimes people are not aware of it, so I'm bringing it to your awareness. Because just in case you're like Jacob, I says, I did not know that the Lord was here. I don't want you to wake up in the morning and say, oh my God, last night, <laughs> we're very late. So, you ready for tonight? So, like I said, you have to pay very close attention to what I am saying. Because if you don't, you will hear what I am not saying. And what I am saying, you won't hear. So don't misquote my words, because Satan has a way of misquoting words. Okay, so this is a sensitive teaching. But I believe that you are ready for it. There were many times in the, in the, in the past that I said, you are not ready for this teaching. But you are ready. I want you to go to the Gospel of Mark chapter 6 please. Gospel of Mark 6 verse 45. The way you can make this a special time is if you will remain in prayer. Because the word has a way of going into your spirit and from the spirit it will start correcting the realm of your soul. And from there your physical body will begin to respond. And from there every element around you will come to order. Okay. Mark 6 verse 45 This is a known part. This is a known verse where Jesus walks on the water. You all know that, right? Okay, so it's not like I'm taking you to some chapter you've never read. This is something that you are all aware of. So, from verse 45, and straight away he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go to the other side before unto Bethsaida while he sent away the people. Okay. This is the part. I want you to now begin to see things. Are you ready? We're going to take off straight. Uh, we don't have time for introduction and all that. We're just straight going for the takeoff. You with me? And especially because you already know the context. I don't have to go on to it. Imagine this. The words in the scripture was never written in vain. You agree? Yes or no? So look at the words. It says, he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go on ahead of him. Okay? So what is the other version said? Do you, anybody else have, I am reading from KJV. What does your other version say? He made his disciples to get into the boat. Any other translation? He insisted. What version is that? AMP. Uh, amplified version say he insisted. I like KJV for the weight of his words. It's because he constrained. There is a strain there. There is a pressure there. 
Why would there be pressure? You can talk. Why would there be pressure? Because obviously there was a disagreement. Obviously they are like, what do you mean? We go everywhere together. We are your disciples. We are your 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 security detail. <laughs> we are supposed to do this. Besides that, we we've never gone into any assignment by ourselves now jesus is saying no this time he's saying i don't want you guys to be around me especially jesus you don't know what you're talking about there's too many crowds we got to you know surround you we got to make sure everything you have water you have we need to carry your bags can you imagine that the disciples were always with him and yet Jesus is forcing them now to go on. So Jesus knows what would happen in a little while. He knows. He knows that I'm going to be taken away. He says he knows that the disciples don't understand that but i am supposed to be taken away now jesus is doing to them what a good father does to the his children parenting skills we can learn right from here because a good parent in order to strengthen their child has to teach this child a certain level of independence where the child cannot go through separation anxiety without the presence of their parents in fact parents that are overtly protective about their children when that child grows up is lot of personality issues that this child goes through so a good parent is always stretching the capacity of their child with supervision so you can see that throughout how jesus does is he'll stretch their capacity a little not to the breaking point but stretch it a little so that their capacity can increase they saying you don't need me you can do it they say no 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 jesus you are our everything you are a protector you are a blessing he said no 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 you have to go jesus we don't mind we we can wait for one more hour no you have to go guys i am not continuing my assignment here until you guys get on the boat and the disciples are confused they're like what's happening to our master so while he still doesn't finish his conference his ministry is still continuing they now without their heart being there they enter into that boat the first stretch of their soul 
Can you see that? God was stretching their capacity. We forget that we are the ambassadors of Christ. Meaning, we are sent out representing Him. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And we are supposed to go out knowing that heaven backs us. Because that's what happens to an ambassador. An ambassador has the backing of his country, but he's away from his country. Talk to me now. He ha- an ambassador has the backing of the entire air force of his country. The entire military of his company. He has the diplomatic status in that foreign land. And yet, he is away from that military force. While he still commands the full support of his president and his nation itself. Yet, the church today has molded diaper Christians. For everything you are crying, for everything you are searching, where is God? Not moving. That God has empowered you. And God has sent you. And yet, you are panicking and saying, where is God? I'm looking for signs. I'm looking for signs. Where is He? Where is He? May your soul come to a divine rest tonight. Knowing that even if I don't visually see Him, blessed are those who believe without seeing my soul let it come to divine rest your soul must come to divine rest the more you mature in Christ people of God the more you mature in Christ the more your spirit and your soul must come to divine rest panic is a result of a broken soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Now, I want you to notice the soul of Jesus that knew what kind of predicament his children were in. He knew that his children are going to face trouble. So, what does the Lord Jesus do? He goes to the center of balance. Where is the center? The prayer. A child of God finds his balance while he is at the feet of Jesus. I heard Mama talking to somebody and I heard her say 
everything you guys are facing you have to drag it to the feet of jesus i said the only place she was talking to one of her daughters she said the only place i need to find you in this season is at the feet of jesus and i told her i said hey i got to copy this i am i'm copying this in my sermon the only place especially when something is going wrong in your life you shouldn't be on your phone you shouldn't be on facebook you shouldn't be on uh, youtube watching stuff that is not benefiting you the only place you should be found is at the feet of jesus mamrakasia so this is a good parent as soon as he recognize my disciples are about to face something they have never faced where does he go to he goes to that one place where you go everything shall be all right <laughs> wow that one place where everything shall be all right that one place no one place what do you do when there is panic what do you do my god my god there is that one place child of god where you can go to where everything will be all right have you found that place where everything will be all right do you know it takes 30 days for a habit to be formed that's what scientists say 30 days for a habit to be formed so you guys 31 days to us to us please tell me you're going to continue this on november 1st yes ah there won't be pastor shaj you there <laughs> uh, yes 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 they won't be any worship team it will just be you and the lord and it will be beautiful see our duty is to just just give you that push it is for you to take off not for you to be dependent on the church <laughs> it is for us to give you enough tools and skills and capacity and empowerment that is required for you to take off Imagine if this becomes your lifestyle. My disciples are about to face something that they are not equipped to face in order that they may not lose their mind. I must pray. In order that they may not drown, I must pray. Your children, no matter what you're going through, they will not drown if you are found on the mountain of God. Yes 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 there is a prayer where you can go to a place in God where you say lord impossible i am at your feet you have to help my children the wind and waves shall not conquer them yes 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 you think that it is by pacifying them and and crying with them and and, and, and no 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 that is not how you help them the way you help them is going to the creator who gave you that child in that first place 
the Shunammite woman who knew that, she said, hey, I know where to go. There is a man who gave me this prophecy. There is a man who released a blessing that brought this child. I'm going to that man because I know God is with him. Do you know the location of your blessing? Go back to that location. That place, there is a protection. And you see what Jesus did. When evening was come, the ship was in the midst of sea and he was alone on the land. We're talking about soul realm, right? Is your soul okay to be alone? Can your soul be alone without isolating yourself? Can your soul be alone without being lonely? Both you need to understand. Some people cannot understand the difference and that is dangerous. When Jesus was alone, he still had the fellowship of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. So when you hear some words like this and say, Oh, I want to be like Jesus and people will isolate themselves without fellowship. And then comes deception. The moment you get isolate yourself from fellowship that is when the enemy starts speaking into your head Adam and Eve their fellowship was supposed to be with the father but the moment they went out of that fellowship they started entertaining thoughts that was not from God they started entertaining ideas that was not from God so can your soul be alone without isolating and can your soul be alone without feeling lonely because you see Jesus was there in fellowship and yet his disciples were not with him and he didn't feel lonely <laughs> all the singles pay attention now <laughs> if you always need a relationship to feel complete all the best because sometimes you can be married and still be lonely. You need to come to a place where your soul can come to the center of balance in God. Where you are not isolating yourself from fellowship. Nor will you allow the trap of feeling lonely. Because you understand. People cannot fill the vacuum that which only Jesus can fill. Ah, oh my goodness. This is strong. I want you to remember this for a long time. The perfect balance of your soul. Can you be alone without isolation? Can you be alone without feeling lonely? Don't go to either extremes. That's balance. Balance. Can your soul come to that balance? So you need to identify. When does my soul feel lonely? 
you see this is where you, the sunday sermon is connected where it is when eve was alone without her husband without god that's when satan took advantage of her moment that is why satan like to divide the husband and wife because when you don't have that moral support of somebody that you're supposed to get from satan always wants to take advantage of that moment so you have to study yourself and say what are the moments that satan has introduced to my soul where i feel lonely now there was a friend in the church that you really liked oh every wednesday you would look oh she was my sister was was and you had such great fellowship and and all of a sudden that sister doesn't talk to you and you're wondering what did i do what did i do what did i do i don't mind her not talking to me but i just want to know what did i do and now this uh, you see the sister with other sisters and now everything in you is hurting because you had started to really like the sister and you were opening up to her and she became your accountability partner and she was praying with you and now she is withdrawing do you see how satan will use people to affect your soul <laughs> that is when you have to say devil not today not today I have not come to church so that I can find somebody to fill the vacuum of my soul. I have come to the house of God because I know Jesus is the only one that can fill that vacuum. So what are the other moments where Satan can isolate your soul? When a correction comes. When something that you feel that has exposed you when there is a word that is come that is cutting your bones and marrow everything in you is like a turtle that wants to withdraw and you want to get into hiding and then you're like oh is this me and jesus <laughs> no no it's not you and jesus right now because your soul is in fleeing mode don't 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 spiritualize it now your soul is being challenged to go to places that is not comfortable so these are just two examples i'm giving you there are a million so you know that we don't have time you have to go home and research when does my soul can my soul be alone and not be lonely and can my soul be alone and not isolate from the fellowship that my soul needs need <laughs> my god thank you lord and verse 48 he solved them toiling in rowing for the wind was contrary unto them child of god If you don't understand this you are going to have a very disappointed Christian life. There is not a single church you can go that can solve all your problems. There is not a single pastor or a prophet that you can find that will solve all your problems. In fact, 
God has made it such a way so that you will not depend on a man but you will only depend on God. Because if, a, if there is a church that can solve all your problems, if there is a man of God that can solve all your problems, then you have found Jesus. Then the church becomes your idol. So God has a way of not giving you what you want in that church. Some of you need to hate this church so that you can keep your eyes on Jesus. <laughs> Some of you need to be disappointed with your pastor so that you can keep your eyes on Jesus. If that is what it takes for you to keep your eyes on Jesus, let it be so. In fact, a good pastor is somebody who will learn to disappoint his believers. <laughs> you have to set them up to keep their eyes on Jesus. Give them what their spirit wants, not what their soul wants. That is why Jesus, they came to him and said, Oh, come, Lazarus is dying. Come now, come now. He said, I'm, I feel like I need this fresh air for two more days. Yeah. My God. May you find that church that will push you closer to Jesus. May you find that man of God that will push you closer to the Lord. If that is you, let me hear an amen. amen. Oh, this is the balance that Jesus is a good parent is able to recognize. He's, when he saw that they have come to their maximum extent, he starts going towards them. But the problem is, the child never realizes that the child has more capacity in them. So they usually, the child is always crying out for help even before help is required. Are you with me? Are you getting this or not? Not you had to do something. <laughs> the child is always in panic mode. The child always thinks that Dada has to come now. But only a father knows, no, 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 she can do this. He can do this. I don't need to rush now. Because there is a divine perspective. I can say, okay, you can do it. You can do it. That is why you see, if you have kids, you will know this. When a child cries, there is a, a certain cry that a mother doesn't respond to. <laughs> Especially with our third child, Ruth. She'll be crying. And then when she sees two minutes we are not responding, she starts changing the topic and talking as if nothing happened. So we've learned that there's a different tone of a cry. There is a cry, she's like, hey, can I get any free help? Anybody free? And she's looking at her. She's playing over things. And nobody's coming. She's like, okay, fine, forget it. <laughs> Babies, but a different cry. Ah, that causes us to leap from wherever we are in Quran. And the child doesn't know that the parent knows the difference. And the child always thinks that this parent is such a... What kind of parent do I have in this world? 
look at all my friends they are so nice parents <laughs> may you have that grace to understand the difference so your soul needs to know that certain maturity is expected from you that not all cry god has to respond to that's why i said this teaching is not a common teaching <laughs> that is why elijah cried god didn't go to talk to him in fact he wanted to talk to him there was a message to him there was an assignment there was a lot of things that had to be done but god said you you know what he told the angel he said you know my prophet he is acting uh, not the way he is supposed to act he is he is having an identity crisis now say but i cannot devalue my presence by responding to that childish nature say but but he doesn't have strength that is true so he said let's this is the balance equilibrium he said i'll send an angel you go ask him what are you doing here don't say anything else don't say son i have seen your cry don't worry we will beat up this jezebel god is going to give you victory no 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 don't give him any revelation don't give him any prophecy don't give him any assurance just go and tell him what in the world are you doing under a juniper tree major prophet <laughs> the guy who called fire what are you doing here some people the only answer you need from god tonight is what in the world are you doing <laughs> oh yes eh hey, see i know some of you want to right now hide under a chair or something i can see you like oh god i didn't come expecting this teaching <laughs> the only thing you need from god today is like hmm what's up all okay <laughs> because he expects more from you ah i said he expects more from you. this this if it's all new believers here i would not have taught this we would have gone back to jesus loves you he died for you he's coming back no no i'm talking to mature believers now I'm talking to warriors now. I'm talking to an end time army. I'm talking to revivalists. If that's you let your amen be clear. To you the message is different. To you the expectation is different. Manda brokosala rabababasia. Elijah, what are you doing here? Ah. help me somebody look at somebody don't say anything just say what's up huh just 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 look at them and say is it okay huh? what are you doing here why is your soul in this state why are you panicking what are you doing in this state of your soul why are you not allowing your spirit man to manifest the prophet in you to manifest why is the kid manifesting mamra kasata tata baba baba sia some of you need to challenge your spouse you need to look at the man and say what are you doing here 
Please use wisdom. Eh? <laughs> I don't want more more family problems after that. What are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah, Elijah. The man who cut down four hundred prophets of Baal. The man who brought fire from. What are you doing here? Can I can I push this to your spirit? Ready? Okay. Verse forty-eight. He saw them toiling in rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he comes to them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. I'm waiting for your tube lights to go on. You didn't get it. The last line would have passed by them. Would have passed by them. This is Jesus. This loving Jesus, this Jesus, the lover of their soul, would have passed by them. They are in danger. Ah, come on now! All your theological minds are exploding. Right? I can see that. There's fireworks here. They are in danger, and he would have. Okay, explain to that now. <laughs> explain to me. What is the other version saying? I want to. What are the other versions? Uh, how how does it say about that one line? He would have passed by them. Which version is that? ESV says he meant to pass by them. So make peace with that tonight. <laughs> like oh Jesus loves me, but he was planning to pass by me. He meant to pass by them. Any other versions? Any other versions? What is it? Okay, in in this he says he acted like he meant to pass by them. That's interesting. That's amplified, amplified version. He acted like he meant to. Is there any NLT? Anybody has NLT? What what does it say? NLT says he intended to go past them. Do you still believe Jesus is a good father? It doesn't feel like it, eh? My children are dying, God, but I meant to pass by you. He intended to pass by you. Tonight, the Lord is stretching your soul. Lord, help us understand. You see this whole story here. This whole incident was a setup. From the beginning, they, Jesus set them up. The difference is that Jesus does not set you up to fail; He sets you up for success. You can say better amen than that. But He has to set you up; otherwise, you will be a weak believer. This is the problem that that I see over and over again. We have created Christians that are diaper Christians. 
Oh God, come. Oh God, do this. Oh God, do that. Oh God, clean up my diaper. Oh God, fix this, fix that. Come here, go there. Who is God now? It makes it look like he's your assistant more than he's your God. But the Lord says, in order for me to stretch the capacity of my disciples, I need to do things. I need to set them up to go into a storm without me there. That's the Jesus you serve. Who is stretching your capacity. And can you imagine? If they are having the panic of their life. They think that this is the last day of their life. And they didn't have cell phones. Otherwise, they would have called their wives saying, you know, I just wanted to say, Mama, I love you. Uh, you know, our boat is going down. <laughs> that would have been them. That would have been you. And yet, Jesus put them in that place. How would your soul react? And the Lord puts you in a place where it looks like you are alone. And when you think he's coming, he looks like he's passing you by. Ah, come on, yeah. No, 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 no. I've lost you, I've lost you, I've lost you, I've lost you. What would you do? If you really wanted Jesus to show up, and he's left you alone in the middle of the sea. And when you think that he's finally coming, he intends to pass by. The Amplified says he acts like he's passing home. Can you imagine? The only help is passing. That moment is when your soul is stretched and your spirit grows in stature. People of God, you cannot grow in safety. In fact, I'm prophetically telling you, the church will face more persecution in the days to come, in the months to come, in the years to come, in a way you've not seen before. And if you're expecting a Jesus who will sing lullaby and make you, put you to sleep, we will not be ready to face the Antichrist. The only way we will be able to face the end time persecution is if we grow in our faith, grow in our soul's capacity grow that no offense touch you, that no sister can hurt you, no pastor can chase you away, that you are a rooted child of God. When they saw him, they thought it was a ghost. That's what it says. Your Bible says, not... Is that what it says? Yeah, when they saw him, they cried out because they thought it was a spirit. They thought it was a ghost coming to them. Can you imagine all the people, the critics of Jesus would have said, look, their own church members said, 
that when they first saw Jesus, they thought it was a demon. This is the proof that this is a cult. Can you imagine the headlines? Peter saw Jesus and thought it was the devil. Come on. Can you imagine that? It would be headlines. Their own church members witnessed a ghost. And yet it was a test. And yet it was Jesus, not a ghost. So then why did it look like a ghost? Simply because it was a reflection of their soul. You need to help me now because I've got one minute left. (laughs) You know, your soul can project information. That is why you have to be careful with your dreams. Because Satan has a way of hijacking your soul to communicate to you. And yet you think that it is God. And many have been deceived. That grace to have that clarity. Your soul has a way of projecting things. So you are telling me you can see Jesus and think that it is Satan. Jesus, the Son of God, and they, didn't, they couldn't recognize him until their eyes were open. What point were their eyes open? He appears to them and said, Be of good cheer. It is I. And then they realized it is Jesus. So when their soul was in turbulence, they couldn't even recognize their own Jesus. But when their soul calmed down, then their eyes were open and they recognized Jesus. So why does deception happen in the church? Good churches, how can people be deceived? So many people will say, ah, because somebody left the church, you can imagine, immediate conclusion is that they are bad. That means you can be in a good church and you still think you're seeing ghosts because Satan is creating a turbulence in your soul. You're speaking to a serpent that is creating turbulence in your soul so you can see a good thing and you think it's a bad thing. Because somebody has access to your soul. That is why you cannot allow your umbilical cord to be connected to somebody that is poisoning the grace of God on your life. Because you can see Jesus himself and you will still think it's a ghost. Jesus himself. How much more the men and women of God that he sends. Satan has an agenda today to mar the vessels of God in this generation. It is an agenda from the pit of hell to make People look at genuine men of God and make them believe that they are a ghost. It is an agenda from the pit of hell. But the more you rest in God, the more the Lord will show to you who the genuine people are. The more you listen to the serpent, the more your soul will be in turbulence 
and the more you will be deceived by the enemy but the more you rest in god the more you protect your spirit the more you protect the windows of your soul the five senses what you see what you hear what you feel what do you feel meaning anything that you touch be careful whom you shake hands with touch can release something into your soul mambra kasete kebrakasia i don't know why but i just remember this example that happened in a church in india about 25 years ago it's unusual that this memory comes back to me so i need to share this because it might help somebody mambra kasia my pastor ebe wages he shared the story he will always be my pastor he was talking about a man that was on a train journey and there was a woman in front of him and she bought him some parcel some food and and gave it to him while he accepted that food his hand touched the ring that this woman was wearing that second there was a transfer there was a demon in that woman that jumped on this man and he became a mental patient he had to come to a church for deliverance what do you touch the question here is did this man have the grace of god that was released on this woman or the demonic power in this woman was released on the man may your spirit be so on fire that anybody that you touch will catch the fire of god it will not be the other way because if you your soul is cracked your soul is messed up your soul is entertaining the world your soul is entertaining that which you should not entertain then the enemy has a foothold he will always try to enter into your soul but if your soul and your spirit is on fire for god anybody that you come in contact with their depression will not jump on you your freedom will jump on them their anxiety will not transfer to you your liberty will transfer to them their sickness will not touch you your healing that you carry in your life will transfer to them in the name of jesus is your spirit governing your soul what is your soul projecting what is your soul projecting if you're not careful your soul will begin to condemn the people that is supposed to bless you if you're not careful your soul can fight your own man of god and you will think that you're doing the will of god that is what jesus said that in the last days people will do it and people will kill murder and they will say they're doing the will of god spirit of assassination does not necessarily use a knife they use words to assassinate characters 
that is a deception from hell. May the Lord protect you in the name of Jesus. He said, be of good cheer. And then he entered their boat. <sighs> I know some of us are saying, God, don't, don't test me like this. But do you know the Bible also says, he will not test you with things that he knows that, that he will only allow things that he knows that you are able to overcome. He will not test you with things that he knows that you will fail. So if you fail, it's not because you didn't have capacity. It's because you didn't develop the capacity. One more time. If you failed in a test, it is not because you did not have capacity. It is because you did not develop the capacity. Because he will not put a test that he knows that you cannot overcome. So if you felt like you have failed in a test, be at rest. Be at rest. I was sharing with me a story of somebody in the morning. She, she was uh, in her car and she heard a loud noise on the left side of her car. And she immediately felt, I need to go and lay hands on the left side of my car and pray over it. And she did not. She went back into her house and when she came out later in the evening, somebody had bumped into her car exactly on that left side. When I heard that, I started laughing. I was clapping. Wonderful. And it will look like... But remember my teaching to you. A good father will rejoice that the soul is being expanded. You know why I was rejoicing? I said, next time she hears the voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> the next time this time it had to bump it had to I'm telling you it had to bump it had to because you are in a prophetic church you can't now give excuses that you didn't know <laughs> I'm telling you this is a dangerous place when you are connected to a prophetic grace you have to also understand that prophetic grace flows through you. It's not just through the prophet, it flows through you. You need to learn to understand the voice of God. Thank God it is only the car. Imagine now this woman, if she's dating somebody, okay? And she hears a voice <laughs> saying, run away from this guy. And she says, I rebuke you devil. <laughs> I was so looking forward. This guy is handsome. He has a six-figure salary, six feet tall, six-pack abs. Six, six, six. <laughs> and she's hearing the voice of God say, run away. And she's rebuking that voice. So it's good that bump happened. Because God is expanding her capacity. Now I want you to imagine what all things God allowed in your life. Was it 
because God was against you or was God increasing your stature? And you're thinking, why am I going through this in my family? Why am I going through in my house? Why am I going through this marriage? Maybe God doesn't love me. The devil is a liar. Can I tell you? There is nobody in this whole world that God could trust to go through what you're going through and still come out of it and say, blessed be his holy name. There is nobody else that he trusts currently, right now, to be in your shoe, to go through what you're going through and still come out of the fire and say, I shall not charge God with no wrongdoing. He is still a just God. There is nobody else that God trusts right now than you to open your mouth and declare that my God is fair, is faithful. That is why God was so proud of Job, Pastor, that God would call Satan and say, have you tried my son? Have you, can you imagine that God calling Satan and say, have you tested my son? Because this fellow, he's going to f- pass this test with flying colors. What do you do when your soul is attacked with winds and waves? External forces are attacking your soul. Your children are attacked. Your job is attacked. Your son is acting up. Your daughter is acting up. How does your soul react? Can God stretch your capacity? 